Welcome to Next Stop, Sarda's podcast where you learn everything about Sarda and transit as a whole. Today, we're going to be talking about fare payment. We have Bobby Barnett with us, and she's going to share a little bit about what she does and her journey with Sarda. Please make sure you follow us on all the social media channels at sardaonline.com and on YouTube at Ride Sarda. Bobby, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I started at Sarda in 2004 as a customer service representative, and I moved up to customer relations specialist where I actually took over the like the Gen Fair tap cards, touchdown cards, our new fair payment. And I am now a customer relations supervisor over the customer service representatives and the ProLine reservationist. Okay. Can you talk to me a little bit about what you do? What does ProLine supervisor entail? Can you tell me a little bit about your job? Yes, I'm over the customer service representatives and ProLine reservationists. I assist them whenever they need assistance in rides or if they have any issues. I do their scheduling. I basically just over the representatives. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time when people go to ride the bus, one of the barriers is they're like, I don't know how to pay for this. What do I do? How do I know how much money I'm supposed to have? Can you talk a little about a bit about how do you pay to ride or start a bus? You can either use exact cash or you can use our tap cards, which is easy and convenient because you can load those right from your home. You can load them at any transit center. It's a touchdown. It's a tap card where you just tap it on the bus and there's where you don't even have to fool with any change. Our touchdown cards are the temporary cards that if you basically replace in our paper tickets. So right now, the only two ways you can pay are with cash and the tap cards or are there other ways? We also have Easy Fare, which the Easy Fare is on our, it's an app that you would download. If you download it, we have, you can also pay for those or, I'm sorry, add your money on those at home as well. So with the card that you were talking about, that's like a tap card? Yes. The, that was the scorecard? Yes. How, do, how does that card work? It's a card that you come in, you get registered to use it if you want to keep it secure. It's a secure card. You just come in, add fare to it, go out on the bus, and you could tap it. Wow. And it takes the fare right off the card. So when you register that, it makes it a little bit more secure it's for secure. you? It's secure. If you lose it, you could call in and say, I lost my scorecard. Somebody stole a scorecard. We can deactivate it and add the fare that they have remaining on it onto a new card. Wow. And give it to them so they're not losing anything. Different from the paper ticket where if you lost it, it was just gone. Correct. Yeah. There's two different kind of tap cards, right? Yes. So you talked about the scorecard. That's the plastic one that you keep and don't throw away and you just re-put stuff on it. You reload it, correct. And then what's the other one? The touchdown card. It's a temporary card where you, it's taking the place of the paper ticket where you could still tap it. It has a chip inside of it. Still tap it, but it's just, that is not secure and it's not reloadable. Once that's done, it's done. That's done. Correct. Okay. When you say replacing the paper ticket, the way I usually like to explain it is the tap card has a chip in it. Yes. So the current paper tickets that we've been using for years, what's, because that's also paper too. So both of them are paper. So really, what's the difference between the two? The backstripes has a backstripe on the back of it to where we swipe it or we put it in the bus. Okay. So it's really the magnetic stripe is the way the fare is read against the chip in the card. Chip in the card. Correct. Okay. And so the two different types of way with the paper tickets you can pay, do they interact with the fare box the same way? I know you were talking about dipping it in or well, like how do they interact differently? Or The tap card, you just tap it on the bus and it takes the fare right off. You're not going to put that in the fare boxes at all. That's just a tap card. The touchdown card is the same way. It's just a tap card. You will not stick it in the fare box whatsoever or you will not swipe it. 
then how do I know if it took my fare off or not? It actually says, it'll say fare accepted. If I try to use it and there's nothing on there. It will say no, it will say no funds available. Ah, uh, okay. The fare box reads the chip and that's how the driver knows if I have enough fare or whatever to use the bus. Exactly. That's correct. Okay. Easy fare. What is that? Easy fare. It's an app that you download on your app or on your phone. I'm sorry. And we have readers, validators on all of our buses. When you get on the bus, you would just access your card and swipe or put it in front of it and it'll validate it. Takes the fare off that way as well. Okay. So you just download the app and pretty much you're ready to go. Yes. With that one. Okay. Nice. Well, the only thing you actually have to do after you download it is an easy fare. There are multiple transits. Yes. Uh, You have to make sure you're picking the correct transit. Right. So Sarda's on there. Metro's on there. There's also a transit called Sorta in Southwest Ohio. So (laughs) just got to make sure you pick the right transit. That could get confusing, the Sorta. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because most of the fares are not refundable. There's multiple questions in the application that says, are you sure? Are you really sure? Okay. Did you get this? Because once you say yes... There's some exceptions for refunds, but it's highly unlikely. That's the, the biggest thing is when you download the Easy Fair app from the App Store, the first step is then pitch w- pick which transit that you want. Once you pick your transit, it remembers. You don't have to pick it every single time. Then it'll only pull up SARTA. Yes. The question I do have about Easy Fair is all the fare types available on there? Not all fare types. Uh, reduced fare is not available on there. We do have, and single rides are not available on there. We have all day tickets. We have 31 day regular fixed and we have 10 rides. Okay. So basically anything where you have to show something to prove that you actually can get the discounted fare, you can't do on easy fare. That's correct. But can you get those on the scorecards? That's what I was going to ask. The scorecards, if you come in to register, you can get those on scorecards. And once you are registered, you can load all of those from home. Oh. And and the TVM. We have a ticket vending machine as well. But you have to come in and be registered first. So what is a ticket vending machine? Ticket vending machine is where you come into all the transit centers. If you don't want to wait in line, you just go to the vending machine and purchase your card right there. If I wanted to get a bottle of pop kind of type thing? Yes. Instead of the bottle of pop, it's a sort of ticket. Here's a question I get all the time when I'm in the community. People ask me all the time, what do they need to bring to the station to require the reduced fare? So if you're reduced fare with disability, you would bring in your award letter. Um, it has to be the current, most current award letter that you have from the this year, along with your photo ID. Okay. And that would qualify you for the reduced fare. Seniors, if you are 65 and older, you can bring your ID showing that you are 65. Students, you would have to bring a school schedule, current school schedule, or report card along with an ID, and you would be able to get the student fare. Okay. Proline, we have all your information in the system. You would need your Proline code once you come in, and we can register, register you at that time along with the photo ID. So for students, is it only kids? Or if I went back to college right now, would I be able to get the student fair with my school idea? How does that work? You would have to use your current class schedule if you are in college. Stark Stake, I think at this time, they they don't, they actually have a Stark Stake ID at the school for you. But Stark State has the transportation agreement with the SARTA, so they don't need to buy a ticket. They would not need to buy a ticket. Okay. So you were talking and you said exact change on the bus. So you have to use exact change now? Like what happens if I put a $5 bill in? If you put a $5 bill in right now, you will get credit for your rides, but we will not give cash back on your rides. The drivers would write up a slip, let us know. They put $5 in the fare box and we just give them the credit on their next ride. Okay, so if I get um, a change card, do I get that credit? So can I use that in the fare box or do I have to come back into the transit center to get that. How does that work? The change card you can use on the fare box until your fare is gone. 
I know you talked about the tap cards replacing the current tickets. When they do replace them, are you going to still be able to get change cards? The transfers are embedded into the into the scorecard, so you would not need change cards at that time. You just tap until your funds are gone. There would not be no change cards at that time. You talked about transfers and then change cards. Aren't those two different? Those are two different things. What's the difference between those two? A transfer is whenever a customer gets on the bus and they pay the dollar fifty to get on, or the seventy five cents that they're allotted on their card. Once they tap it within one hour, they can get onto another bus without paying. That is transfers. And as far as the change cards, is if someone puts too much money on the bus right now, as far as cash, they'll get a change card to replace their five or to give them that basically change card to get onto the next bus. So the difference between the fare and what they put in, they'll get a change card. Correct. But when we get away from the magnetic stripe tickets that we have, if I use cash and I put in $5, what's going to happen? We do not give cash back. So thank you for the donation. Yes. So isn't that one of the motivators to want to get a scorecard or a tap card? Yes, that's why it's very important to get a change or I'm sorry, a scorecard or a touchdown card. So to get the scorecard itself with no fare on it, does it cost anything? Nothing at all. So it's free to get. I can load it at the transit center or at home or with the ticket vending machine. Do I have to register it or is it just an option? You do not have to register. However, if it's not registered, it's not secured. So if you lose it, we wouldn't be able to deactivate the card and replace the card. So it would just be like a regular ticket. It's like a regular ticket. So you definitely, it's very important to register that. You do have to have your email address to register it. So then what would be the downside to getting the scorecard? Actually, no downside to getting the scorecard. And so if I don't want to register or I don't want to worry about having to remember to keep this card, the touchdown card is then the next option because it's really just like the paper tickets we have now, yes. except for one has a stripe on it and the other one has a chip. That's correct. When we get rid of these magnetic stripe tickets, what are going to be the options to pay on the bus? And then what's the, why would I choose one over another? You can pay with exact cash. You would be able to pay for the, use the touchdown card or the scorecards, or you can still use our easy fare. Easy fare. So I know that it has like multiple transits in it. So if a rider wants to get between different transit authorities, can they just use that or how yes, does that can. work? They definitely can. They can use their fare to pay for, you can put just regular fare on it and get on every bus and it's going to take what that transit agency allows to take off or they can buy different tickets for different transit agencies. Okay, so to start up, I know when we talk to Dell, we have buses that go like different places. So what are, are there fares and easy fare for those transits that Sarda goes to? Yes, we have fares in there for Cleveland. We have fares in there for Wayne County. We have fares in there for Akron and Sarda. Which I think that the easy fare app is amazing because you really can move around the state or our little yes. our little area with other transit agencies and with our any our our OTT group. We're Ohio travel trainers now. Um with our OTT group, we talk a lot about that. We are so proud of that because people can really get from community to community with that. Yes, they can. Easy fare. So if if you're a listener and you want to get out into the community and maybe get to Akron or Cleveland, Lake Tran, places all throughout part of Ohio, think about Easy Fair because it's a really good one. Yes, it is. Yeah. So you said you started as a customer service representative. If you could give people some advice or a question that you get repeatedly um, from a customer service perspective, what's 
one of the things you would say, hey, this is something that I think will be very helpful for people that maybe have never used transit, thinking about using transit, will be helpful for them to start on that journey or maybe to ease their mind about saying, okay, public transit, it'd be easy for me to use and feel comfortable. Travel training, or we have a wonderful travel training department. I always suggest the travel training. Even after I explain to them how to get from point A to point B, I still offer that travel training out to them. As our travel trainers, they actually go out to the community and help you, and they get on the buses (laughs) with you. It's our travel training department. It's very helpful. Yeah, so call me. I'm here. I want to train everybody. I think everybody should ride the bus, uh, or at least know how to ride the bus, because you never know what you know your situation is going to end up being. But come see me, because I will get you trained. Okay. So we're talking about we go to Cleveland. So is that Cleveland ticket available on all those different fare types that you said, like with the scorecard, touchdown, easy fare? Is it only available on some? Wayne County, you talked about as well. Is that available on everything? It's or? actually available on everything except for our touchdown cards right now. It's not available on touchdown. The Cleveland one? Yes. And then is Wayne County available on everything? Yes, it is. Okay. So really people that want to use any of our services and any of the various things that Dell talked to us about or Tracy talked to us about, they can use all those different fare types. Now, the other thing that we did hear about from, I think, Robin and Dell in our other episodes was a community coach. Oh, yeah. So a community coach, is that ticket available or is that just cash only or how does that work? That's cash only on community coach. Right now, you get change back, but when it changes, you would have to have the exact change for community coach as well. And how much does that cost? Community coach is seventy-five cents per trip, dollar fifty round trip. Okay, and then I know that you, again, you you said you worked in customer service for many years. Do you see a lot of people using community coach, or do you get a lot of questions about that? And if, again, if you had to tell somebody something about community coach that you, yeah, writers need to know this, or listeners need to know this, what would you say? We get a lot of people that's ask, asking about community coach. See the big bus pull into the, some of the places that we go to and ask what it is. And we let them know. And I'm like, oh, it's very helpful. Very helpful, especially if you have to get out, go shopping, get your groceries. On You only want to go certain times of the week or the month. We tell them about the community coach bus in their area. Oh, yeah. I just did a senior fair and the seniors love it. They love, they it. love it. They really do. Mm-hmm. And things really good about it, I think, too, is that it's not just for seniors. It goes to senior high rises. Yeah. But anybody can get on the bus. Absolutely. But I... Those seniors, they do get me every time I go to an event and they rave about it. They love going to the different stores in one day. Yeah, it cracks me up. And so you said you also have the ProLine Reservationists? Yes. What do the ProLine Reservationists do? They schedule the rides with customers that need to schedule their rides. They also give out information as far as if a customer asks at that time for fixed routes. They will ask how to use fixed routes, so they also help them as well with that. Yeah. And so I know one of the big things that, especially with ProLine, that we like to tell people is that if we take you there, we'll get you home. Yes. If someone is on ProLine and, I don't know, their bus didn't come or their doctor's appointment ran long, do they just call into the regular number and wait? Or how do they get through so we can make sure that we pick them up and don't leave them? They can call the actual, the priority care line and they'll get right through to us and they'll say, hey, I need a bit little bit longer at my doctor's appointment or the bus didn't show up or maybe the bus did come and they weren't ready. So we will get them rescheduled. We're not going to leave them stranded. So even if I wasn't ready where I was supposed to be at the time I was supposed to be, I don't got to worry. If I call, the bus will come and get me as long as they took me. Like yes. If I'm not ready at home, then I'm not going out today. But if they took me to the doctors and I missed it, I'm going to be yeah, able to get we home. We will send another bus to them. Okay. That, 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 I think that's really comforting to know. Also to make people just a little bit more easy, feel more easy riding public transit. 
Because what you would hate to be is get someplace and it's now 11 o'clock at night and you don't have a way to get home. So I think that's a really good thing to share with people, especially about not being left, because that would be a concern of mine. And I'm sorry. And I think that's a lot of people's fear of riding public transportation. I feel like that worry about, am I going to be left? Is the bus going to come back? And even with fixed route, I always let people know Mm -hmm. when travel training, the bus is always coming back. If you miss that one, there'll be another one that's kind of coming. Yeah, there's another one coming. So you're always going to have that that transportation. So with the customer service, how often do they answer the phone? Like with the reservationists, are they there all the time? Because I know Tracy was talking about the the buses leave at 545, something six in the morning until one in the morning. Like how often are people there to answer the phone? Our customer service reps, we're there from anywhere in between 730 a.m. in the morning up until 8 p.m. at night. Um, at that time, the calls do transfer over to dispatch. So someone is always there. Actually, let me correct that. 4.45 a.m. in the morning. So from 4.45 a.m. until I think 1.30 wow. a.m. Someone would answer the phone. Someone so if I'm riding, no matter phones. what, someone's yes. going to be there. If I need to cancel my ride or yes. if I need to make sure I got picked up so I don't got to worry that they only work 8 to 5. So what am I going to yeah. do? Yes. As long as those buses are out there, there's someone there to answer the phones. Okay. That's good. Now, if you're a pro-line rider, you can still only call to schedule during regular scheduling, scheduling hours. Yes. Scheduling hours are different. Scheduling hours are Monday through Friday, and that starts off at 7.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Yeah. However, if you're calling to check on your ride or cancel your ride, you're always going to have someone there. Bobby, can you do me a favor and just talk to us again a little bit about what, with scorecards coming into play, like what does that mean? That means some sometime in 2024, we will be eliminating the magnetic stripe tickets and we will be going only to the scorecards, touchdown cards, easy fare payments. Okay. Those will be the only ways you could pay or exact change on the buses, meaning we're going to get rid of the change cards and transfers. Those will be totally eliminated. Yeah. But only the paper transfers, right? Paper transfers. Paper transfers. That is correct. I guess a good question is, so on the score, Scorecard, is there? Can you transfer up with that? Yes, transfers will be available on a scorecard. It's going to be embedded oh. into the scorecards. Oh. If you don't put in the correct amount of change into the fare box, it's going to be a donation to Sarda. To Sarda. <laughs> so you want to get those scorecards. I'm telling you, the scorecards are wonderful. People they realize are. how great they are and how much it helps you out in the end. Yes, honestly. So, and then the other thing that's really good about the touchdown cards. The best reason to use a touchdown and not a scorecard is agencies often bypasses and give them out to people for various reasons. Yeah. That's where, in my mind, I think it's the best use for the touchdown card because you're usually going to have people that's one and done yes. and they're not going to reload it. Really, that's, in my mind, what the touchdown card is for. If someone comes into a transit center, I've suggested to the CSRs, always upsell scorecard. Mm-hmm. Try to get somebody to use a scorecard first because it is, you can secure it. It's the best option. But if they want to, then touchdown card is the next best yes. option. But if someone goes to an agency like JFS, that's where they're going to start seeing the touchdown cards yeah. more given out. Where you'll still get all the benefits of not having to worry about the transfers, not have to worry about exact change, except for it's just not reloadable. So, And I can't stress enough that if you lose your card or someone steals your card, that whatever you have left on that card can be transferred onto a new card if it is registered. So getting a scorecard is very important. Especially because it doesn't cost anything. So again, there's really no downside for an individual. Right now, we don't have a way for agencies to get it, but there's no downside for an individual to get it. We're used to keeping our library cards, our our bank cards, our driver's license, put in our wallet just like that. And I think it'll be really easy and really good for the riders in the long term. 
I agree. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, you're today, welcome. Giving us that good information for our writers. So uh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Bobby, for, for really sharing some stuff on the different types of fair payments, what the introduction of touchdown cards means, because I know as we're out in the community, we hear a lot of confusion on what they mean, what's the difference between this and that. But I think a lot of the information you shared is going to be good for our listeners um, and for our viewers to clear up some of that confusion. They know and can make informed decisions on which type of fair payment they're going to use when they're using our vehicles. And they can always reach out by calling me, any of the customer service representatives, if they have any further questions in regards to it, or they can stop in and we can answer the questions. Our customer service reps are very helpful. And that's our show. Thank you for listening. Catch us next time on Next Stop. Have a good day.